everybody. Welcome back to the Pause Podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm running the show today. We are on episode 13 of our 30-day journey in the book of Exodus. Um, the Pause is created for you to pause and to create space for you to pay attention to your soul. Uh, so today we are in chapter 15, and Mari is going to read chapter 15, 1 through 18. Um, She's actually going to sing it. This is the song of the sea. (laughs) Uh, Just kidding. Then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord. I will sing. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if I had prepared that. That would have been incredible. (laughs) I will sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God, and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is my is a warrior. Yahweh is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and army he has hurled into the sea. The finest of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep waters gushed over them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Your great hand, O Lord, is glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, smashes the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you overthrow those who rise against you. You unleash your blazing fury. It consumes them like straw. At the blast of your breath, the waters piled up. The surging waters stood straight like a wall. In the heart of the sea, the deep waters became hard. The enemy boasted, I will chase them and catch up with them. I will plunder them and consume them. I will flash my sword. My powerful hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath, and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you among the gods, O Lord? Glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, performing great wonders. You raised your right hand, and the earth swallowed our enemies. With your unfailing love, you led the people who you have redeemed. In your might, you guide them to your sacred home. The peoples hear and tremble. Anguish grips those who live in Philistia. The the leaders of Edom are terrified. The nobles of Moab tremble. All who live in Canaan melt away. Terror and dread fall upon them. The power of your arm makes them lifeless as stone until your people pass by, O Lord, until the people you purchased pass by. You will bring them in and plant them on your own mountain, the place, O Lord, reserved for your own dwelling, the sanctuary, O Lord, that your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. So I love celebrations. Same. Um, Not necessarily like the big blowout parties. I think I'm too much of an introvert to really enjoy those. Yeah, I feel you. But just like celebration in general. um, I love acknowledging what God has done. Um, I love acknowledging people in my life. Um, I'm not like much for the spotlight, but so celebrations are more like reflections or words of affirmation for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I think about... Ron Swanson and Ann Perkins. This let's, is from Parks and Rec. Let's take it back to Parks and Rec, the birthday episode. Um, oh, I love that episode. Yeah. yeah. So more like a little bit of backstory. Ron works in the office and he's hid his birthday. Like this is like a, a theme, like a big deal. He No one knows his birthday. But he's Leslie- He's kind of this like curmudgeon and he yeah, doesn't like want to be celebrated. Cool. Yes. Um, but Leslie, through some stealthy detective work, discovered his birthday. Um, she like bribed somebody at, at Baskin Robbins. <laughs> And you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and he's the reason he's so nervous in this episode is because Leslie throws this big blowout well, for yeah. her friend Anne. And that's the point is like, so he's nervous and the whole episode he spends like 
uh, hiding out in his office. He's like on pins and needles because Leslie keeps like tricking him. She's like, I'm going to throw a big party, you know, because <laughs> like her friend Anne, she threw like this enormous party, um, had balloons and like, yeah. you know, Leslie's like over the top. Yeah. And so at the end, you discovered that Leslie's like been planning this like sweet little um celebration, if you will, and like has a room for him in the office and it's just him with the movie, a steak and like his favorite drink. <laughs> and he's like, what? I thought you were going to throw me a big party. And he's like, why would I throw Ron Swanson and Ann Perkins party? Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, she says that. That's um, so cute. Yeah, I would never throw Ron Swanson and Ann Perkins party. Um, are you more Ron or Ann when it comes to celebration? I don't know. I can't just, I can never decide what I want. Yeah. Like sometimes on my birthday, I'm so outraged that there wasn't a party, but I, think if, there, but I think if there was, I'd be like, I hate this. Yeah. Yeah. Just tough to please. Yeah. I yeah. think I'm, I think I'm more Ron if I had my choice or like maybe a hybrid, like, okay. like my small circle, I would like to have a blowout with quote unquote blowout with like four people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to just rage in my living room with like my four yes, yes, people. Yes. That's what I want. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, I think I'm more Ron. Like, I just want to slip quietly in the background. But you want to be acknowledged. I want to be acknowledged, yeah. but I want to kind of be acknowledged uh, just by myself. Just shake my hand. Um, not necessarily for birthdays, but like in general, like, yay, God was cool there. God used or me. Or like a promotion I'm or alive. something. Yeah, yeah. you're sort of like, seen. Yeah. Yay. Okay, like back to work. Like, let's not make a big deal. Got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Um, I think I could get real cringy too at celebrations that like... I think are inauthentic maybe. Um, so recently on the topic of celebrations, um, I completed a goal in my life that I'd been working on for a long time. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like when you work on something for a long time and you finish it, it's a big deal. And so, um, I'm talking about being ordained. That was a big deal. And there's this ordination ceremony that happens when you like finish all the process and all the steps and you get to choose kind of like the venue that you want. You can either like at least at my church you can. And it's like in the service or um, you can just kind of get a small group of elders and pastors. Um, it kind of depends. And so- What if you like, what if you had wanted to like go to Chuck E. Cheese? Would they honor that? I think it's like if you have elders and pastors there to like- So it really doesn't and, like, matter as the long vows, as like-, like the setting doesn't necessarily matter. I don't think. No, I think you could do it. Well- Or does it have to be in the church building? I think, well, my church, yes. Okay. Like it mattered. You had to do it like in a service- in the elder meeting or uh, at the staff meeting or something like that. Anyway, so my first thought was like, I want to do it probably in front of like the least amount of people possible, right? And not that I wanted to downplay what I had done, but like, because I was like really proud of myself. Yeah. Um, And I was really grateful for the people that had surrounded me and encouraged me and how God had used me to accomplish his purpose. It was like all really significant. Like I totally got that. Yeah. But I was just like, let's keep moving. (laughs) I've got a lot of work to do. (laughs) Like this is the beginning. Like let's keep moving. Um. And during that time, I remember like really trying to decide what I wanted to do. Um. If I wanted to just have... Um, how, like how I wanted to do it. And so during that time, I met with a friend of mine who is an older, wiser woman who I really admire. And I was telling her that I probably wasn't going to do much by way of celebration. Um, I was just probably going to invite a few people to the actual like ceremony vows kind of thing and then just like move on. Yeah. Um, I didn't want any intention. And I remember she like looked at me <laughs> and she said, there are moments in your life that you need to mark and remember, and mm. this is one of them. Kind of like that um, "E pray, love" quote we talked yes. about a couple episodes ago. Yes. That like you need to take all the feelings. There's big feelings around yes. this moment, and like you need to 
and deposit them into celebration. Yeah, it's okay. It's important. Yeah, it's important. And it's actually like you're not acknowledging the fullness of it if you don't celebrate it. Yeah. And she was right. And the celebration was awesome. And it was was lovely. Yeah, it was really fun. And I was there. She was there. Yay. (laughs) You drove to be there. Um, And I think that's what Moses would have said too. um, After the Lord saved his people and after the people saw and believed and what the Lord had done, I think Moses was like, this is one of those moments that we need to celebrate. Yeah. Um, this is one of those moments that we need to mark. This is going to define us. And guys, before we keep moving forward into what the Lord has promised, we need to celebrate. Yeah. Um, and so they sing. Yeah. They sing. And I love that they say that at some point, all the women bust out tambourines. And tambourines. Yeah. yeah. I love that they like, you know, they packed for this like really arduous journey. And they mm-hmm. it says that they packed in haste and they didn't yeah. even have time to make their bread. But like they made sure they that they tambourines. had their tambourines. Yeah. And I said that like, I love in verse 20, that's exactly what we're talking about. It says that Miriam, who's the sister of Aaron, we've met Aaron. She takes a tambourine in her hand <laughs> and all the women follow her lead and they grab tambourines and they dance and sing. And it kind of reminds me of that scene in Robin Hood the cartoon where they yes. sing and dance in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the freedom, the joy, we are free. When we are free, we dance and sing. Um, so this is the song of Moses or the song of the sea. Um, and I think it's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, so there's two divisions to it. Um, the first part is what God has done for them. And then the second part is what God will surely continue to do for them. Um, so using really vivid and specific description, like a poem, the words tell how... Pharaoh's chariots sunk into the Red Sea. They sink to the bottom like a stone. At the blast of your breath, the waters pile up. I like that one. Me too. Uh, They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Like you can really picture what Mm -hmm. they're describing. Who is like you, glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, performing great wonders. You raised your right hand and the earth swallowed our enemies. Mm. And then because... God, you did that, you will surely do this. And they continue celebrating. And they Which say, is quite a departure from like the complaining that they were doing yeah. like, the day before. Yeah. And this is like all Moses' lead. You know, That's it's like true. this is Moses' posture. Leading. He's like, yeah, yeah he's like we will celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you will surely do this. The peoples hear and tremble. Anguish grips those who live in Philistia. The leaders of Edom are terrified. The nobles of, nobles of Moab tremble. All who live in Canaan melt away. I love Mm. that. Terror and dread fall upon them. The power of your arm makes them lifeless as stone until your people pass by, O Lord, until the people you purchased pass by. Mm. I love these words. You will bring them in and plant them on your mountain, on your own mountain. The place, O Lord, reserved for your own dwelling, the sanctuary, O Lord, that your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. So they are proclaiming celebration over what is to come. Um, And I think... We've mentioned this just as humans, but I celebrate and then I have like amnesia. Yeah, for sure. Um, Or I'm super timid and I go tiptoeing towards the next thing um, or my posture is really awkward. Um, Like I'll speak to God like he's a forgivable God, you know, or I'll speak Mm -hmm. to God from a place of scarcity, not from a place of abundance. Um, But this song is so bold, so abundant, so clear. Like, yes, God, yes. Like you will make the ground steady as I go. You will kill the giants in my way. You will help me soar on wings on eagles. And mm. we're going to celebrate where you're leading us. Yeah. You know? So um, I think it this like song was convicting to me both in celebrating what's happened and then celebrating where we're going. Yeah. They're like proclaiming it, you know? So proclaiming as promise. Um, so let's move into the questions. Okay. Um, have you ever considered 
celebration as an act of worship because I think that's what they're doing, right? They're worshiping and pray. It's praise. Um, how do you celebrate? Do, like, does celebrating come naturally or easy for you? Yeah, um, maybe not. In I think it was cool that you made the distinction between like a Ron Swanson celebration and an yes. Ann Perkins celebration. I because I'm not as good with the Ann Perkins celebration, like especially if it's on me to plan a celebration. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, I can't get my act yep. together for that. But I love the idea of that celebrating is just um, holding space and significant in a way that yes. is meaningful to the person being celebrated. Yep. Um, and I really like to do that for people. Yeah. I feel like that yeah. is not only an act of worship, um, but it's um, a really meaningful act of friendship to celebrate someone in the way that would mean a lot to them. Yeah. Um, so yeah. whether that means like, like sort of like the love language thing, like if you know that someone really values words, so yes. on their birthday to send them a text that like, yep. here's why I'm so glad that you were born. Yep. But then there's other people that like, if they got a gift in the mail from you would be like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I can't believe that you got me something that yeah. means so much. Yeah. Um, so that, I I feel like I have worked to be better at that. And it is something that um, I consider worship in that I... I don't know if it comes naturally to me, but it comes easier the more that I um, turn my attention to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like a, if someone wrote me a card or a note, that's like, I feel very celebrated. Yeah. Um, that's like the best gift, the words. And that's like all I need, you know, yeah. for the most part. But like my, um, the best gift I ever got for my birthday one year was like my brother wrote me a card and the words in there were so, um, really deep and um, important. And so I like cherish that, that card. So, Um, okay. The second question, what has God done or delivered you from this week that is worth celebrating? Um, Maybe it's service level, but both of my kids have a cold right now. Mm -hmm. And I was really nervous that I was going to get it because I could just imagine like all the snot and coughing and hacking as I'm trying to record this. We had this recording planned for so long. I didn't really didn't want to reschedule, but I also didn't want to be like sneezing into yes. the microphone. So I mean, I'm yeah. I'm celebrating the fact yeah. that I'm healthy yeah. right now. I'm really yeah. grateful for that. Yeah. Um, I think I something worth celebrating. Um, so we're currently right now, as we're recording this, we're in this middle of something um the social distancing, right? Yeah. Like we're encouraged. We're hunkered to, down in yeah, the recording hunker down. studio. Um, I think I, but the team that I work with at work has really risen and um, really helped one another, which is really neat. Um, like helping one another when pe- we feel overwhelmed because mm-hmm. I work at a church and now we have to figure out how to do church online. Church remotely. Yeah, yeah. which is exciting. But um, but I see I don't see people isolating and like, all right, I'm going to figure this out on my own. Everybody's yeah. kind of leaning towards one another. Yeah. And so I think that feels something, feels like something worth celebrating. Yeah, and people are willing sure. to carry the weight for one another and um, people are willing to take risks and make mistakes and ask for help and ask mm. for opinion. So um, that's been really cool to see. Yeah. So I think something we're celebrating. Yeah, for sure. And celebrating Zoom, am I right? <laughs> uh, Zoom conferencing. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's move into our time of meditation. Um, so let's pause and let's celebrate. Um, let's write our own song of the sea. Um, so let's view this practice in the same way um, we speak our grief into words as lament. Um, so let's speak our joy. Let's sing celebration. So take a minute. 
and get comfortable. Get quiet. Focus on your breathing for a minute to center yourself. Breathe in and breathe out. Think about a time, a moment, an experience, a deliverance that God has brought you out of. Remember, remember in detail. Tell the Lord what he has done for you. Tell the Lord who he is. Say it out loud. If you need to, sing it. Dance around as you sing it. If you need to get out a piece of paper or a journal, do that. What is your song of the sea? And now, what is yet to come that you need to proclaim celebration over? What goodness do you see ahead, but know that the road may be hard? What part or piece of your story or characteristic or act of God do you need to remember? What sea is ahead that you need to sing over? Tell the Lord what he will do for you. Tell the Lord who he is.
Thanks for joining us today. If you're looking for show notes to follow up on any references we may have shared, you can find those in the episode description or by going to our website at www.thepausepodcast.com, where you can also find links to our social media, along with a handy guide to subscribing or leaving a review. Thanks for listening.